I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another crazy story. Just like the others. How am I always involved? I can't explain it. Must be something in the air. Or maybe it's just me. Welcome back, everyone, to Is It Me for another episode. I am so excited about the next four episodes. This is like a series I've been dreaming of, and we're finally doing it. I'm your host, Michelle Forrester. Thank you so much for being here. Let me introduce you to some of my favorite people in the entire world, truly. Um, They're here today. They're all women. We're four women on a microphone, and nobody's asking us questions about sex. So it's like really, I think, kind of revolutionary. Um... Uh, first guest is Eva Alexopoulos. I've never been able to say her last name. I'm so, so proud exciting. of you. <laughs> such a funny comedian, um, producer, extraordinaire, just such an ins- inspiring woman in the comedy scene. Um, Kira Carlton is here. She's a hilarious comedian, um, content creator, social, all that fun stuff. And then we have another creative who I'm so excited to have, Ariane. How are you? Hello, I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have all of you here. I feel like this has been like months in the making of us trying to like get the yeah. like four of us in the theater. Yeah, the problem, the thing is with women is that we are always doing a million things. So syncing up the schedules. We're booked and busy. Booked and, and busy. And never feeling like it's yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> never feeling like yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling good right now because I'm looking at the four of you. But October's been... We're in November, but <laughs> <laughs> thanks for good October was. <laughs> thanks for joining us here. Where is that? Yeah, have you been having a rough November? A rough October, November? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have. I feel like the the world is crazy and Jada Pinkett Smith won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't keep up with Jada's um, stuff, but like, what what's she saying? What's she doing? Yeah, she, I haven't been keeping up with that. She either. is Tupac. She shot Tupac. She uh, designed Tupac's funeral jacket. Like right. Jada's doing it all, except for Will. But I just <laughs> my for you page is still flooded with Jada, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I had a one day where I'll like do a deep dive, get up to date, and then I'm like, okay. But I feel like it's just you know that level of celebrity. I think it was just better when we didn't know anything about their. It's yeah, not even. It's not even like we want to know. We're like, please stop. Like we're we're good. Like we yeah. just like want to see you on screen. We don't yeah. need to know all your personal business. Like we have podcasts. Other people who are doing it. Like not everyone has to be a reality TV person. I think that's more. Like I don't even. I'm sure it's complicated. You know, and I'm sure there's two sides and this and I like. For I just sure. wish I didn't know anything. Yeah, I don't need to have an opinion on like Jada Pickett Smith's sex life. Like I'm good. I'll never meet her, you know? Like, yeah, also, I think at that level, it's so true, at that level, like, <laughs> at that level, those celebrities are not living relatable lives. No. So the relationships are, like, nothing we could ever relate to. No. Like, yeah, I fucked my son's friends, so what? Who hasn't? Yeah, like, yeah. forming opinions on, like, 
people's lives that are so different, like so like alienated from the lives that we live is like insane. Like yeah. the, we have nothing in common with like billionaires, <laughs> you know, like truly nothing. It's like if anything, they've achieved everything they want to achieve. So now they're looking like for drama almost, you know, it's like like it just goes out to show you're like, oh, OK, being successful just seems super hard. <laughs> like that's what it does. Yeah, well, it's just it like does. you can't buy contentness like yeah. you just really can't ever be content with yourself mm. no matter where you are in your career. No, <laughs> no. And, and October's been hard. <laughs> yeah, September's yeah, yeah. been the worst. September's been the worst. <laughs> it's so interesting that you say that because I think about this all the time. I don't know if all of you think about this, but um, in this industry that we're in, sometimes you ever like wake up and you're like, oh no, I'm in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to be a teacher. I was going to be a marine biologist or a veterinarian. And I, I was still... like, so many different career paths. <laughs> oh, we're going to be all it. of those things. You can still do it. <laughs> the ADHD was going to let you be all of those things. Just go back to Guelph. You can Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm like consistent. I wake up every day and I'm like, okay, one part of me wants to do this and like stay in, in comedy or in the comedy sphere, in the entertainment sphere and keep working in this. And the other part of me is like, I'm going to find a remote location <laughs> i'm gonna find a little house on a little beach and i'm never gonna talk to anyone ever again i feel that so hard sometimes yeah. i'm like should i just open up a shack in costa rica and just call it that's it should i become a baker in nevada maybe maybe i should yeah it might be happier probably be happier i wonder about that but then the other part of me is like i really love that fast life yeah stuff and I think each year you when you close the gap a little bit more like I don't know when you started but there was when I started it's so funny because like I think about the people I started with when I started there was these like figures that I was like wow they're so good you know mm -hmm. they're so good and then like each year you like close the gap or like you do a show and you're like on with someone and you're like wow like I would have never thought like yeah. and then you're and then you're like wow I'm really like this is so fun you know mm -hmm. and you just want the lifestyle but then I always have to remind myself I'm like there's so many shitty things about the lifestyle too. And then also the people, I think it like changes people's, whether they're genuine or not, like people in the entertainment industry, it's a rough industry for a reason. Yeah, but like the more you grow, I find the more that you truly learn and you like take in and, and kind of like the rose colored glasses slowly come off and then you realize like all of those stories of those other female comics or comics in general who spoke about how hard it is once you enter that real sphere, you're like, they really walked so we could jog. It's yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. I literally told uh, name drop Oren. I literally was talking to Oren about that exact thing because I was like, because um, I remember when we first started doing comedy, me and Michelle were like, oh my god, like we would never be as good as like Oren Shaviro or like Wasim. Like when we'd never, like we're never gonna be as good as them because they're so good and they still are like fantastic comics. Yeah. Like I still look up to them. But yeah, now course. I'm like friends with them and so I was like literally telling Oren I was like yeah me and Michelle used to like fangirl over you and now we're like on shows with you and it's he was crazy. like oh thanks and I was like no <laughs> I didn't mean it as an insult like you're you're still great but it's like it's just it's nice to see that you can like no but to. actually it's funny because you guys are kind of sharing the negative but in a way I think it's a lot of it is the positive and I think that like for me it's like two years ago I decided I wanted to work in comedy and you had Tyler Lemko on their podcast recently and he's the first person I told because he's so someone that I can share something with that he's not going to judge and be like encouraging about it. Right. And, and not like, I constantly have to like check in with myself because, you know, I, I've achieved so many great things, but when you're yeah. in it, you kind of like, don't see it. And then you focus on like 
the negative or like one little annoying thing. And then I kind of need to see, like reel it back in and see the big picture of what we get to do and how awesome it is. And it's funny that you're talking about people that you look up to. Like I have that in my life, like very sporadically, like, oh, this owner of this coffee shop, I think he's so cool. Like, I'd love to be friends with this person. But it's like, I just kind of say it in my head or like, I feel like I've been doing this since high school. And then all of a sudden, like, I won't force anything. Life will just align. And one day I'm going to look up and be like, oh, that's my friend. Like, there's one day I wanted this person. Like, I just kind of, it was something I would just kind of, wouldn't that be nice? And then, and then when it happens, you're like, oh, that's so cool. And there's so many people that like I'll randomly look up to, like there's this comedian called Ivy Miller, who's like, I'm always attracted by multidimensional people. So it's like, she's a surfer, comedian. She does these like six shows with Red Bull. She does these skits. Also now she wants to be a singer songwriter. She just like creates, you know? Like fledged artist in many disciplines, but also athlete. Yeah, yeah. athlete too. And then one day I was just like, I follow this girl and I find her inspiring. Let me see if I can listen to what she's like. And I like put her name in the podcast. And then she talked about a bunch of different things that I now start do started doing it. And it's like, oh, actually my life, like when I compare myself to people on Instagram, I think, oh, my life's not good. I don't have kids. I don't. But when I compare myself to people I actually look up to, I'm like, oh, my life is very similar to actually what I do want to become. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And isn't that such a, a crazy realization? I relate to that so hard. Like, I think we talked about that this summer, but it was like a summer ago, the four of us went to like a show, right? And we all went to the same show together. We went to the nasty show together. And then we were all like, and at that time, like, I think it was such a confusing time for maybe all of us. Like, obviously we're, we were at different, different levels. I mean, I think you were doing what you loved, but like, we were still all kind of like, not noobs but I just felt there was this energy we had this like dreamer energy you know and then within we still have it of course but just like to look that like a year later we were able to like exactly a year later we were able to like look back and go wow like a year ago we were just like sitting at a table watching the nasty show just being like kind of like fans and then a year later what all of us achieved was just like so insane and I remember just being like wow like, I can't wait till next year. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Eva, you had your show as like part of the, like, the kickback was like humongous. You hit some in, incredible milestones with kickback. Um, like, Kira, you too, with your career, like, just like, you're interviewing some of like the coolest people ever and like insane. Like, we were all, do- you too, you, you came- also hosted like your own show. You hosted like, your own yeah. show. Like, you were just, just like everything, weekends at the nest. Like, it was just like, we were, I was just able to chart the progress and it was just such mm-hmm. a beautiful, a beautiful like moment that I was like, fuck yeah, this is what coming up with people is, is yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. But also what's cool is that the excitement of these little conversations about like your creative projects and stuff, they're still continuing in the same way. It's yeah. not like, like everything changes, but the core of like, what's fun about being in comedy is the things you get to talk about. It's the things that, yeah, I have my nine to five that's creative, but then I have like all these fun creative conversations with my friends where I have no attachment to their project. For instance, this podcast that you've been talking about and like, oh, I have ideas. And then we get to share. And also I was reading a book. The best advice you can get is from your creative peers, not managers or um, yourself, because you think all your ideas are amazing. So it's like you got to have someone. And and it's interesting because I feel like I get to be creative at work. Then I get to be creative on just things that I'm like my hobbies, like photography or clips or like whatever. But then I get to have these creative friends who I'm constantly stimulated by 
those conversations. And then when the projects come together, you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like we we did this. In a way, we all did it separately, but yeah. we were in in it together. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a testament. It's so important, like as you grow in comedy or really any career, it's so important to have your crew. And your real crew, not just like everyone that you're friends with or you see at the club or this and that. I'm talking like Mm -hmm. when you feel your worst, when you feel like you want to give up, when you feel like you're the worst comic ever, all of the imposter syndrome just comes seeping in. Like I can safely say the three people sitting at this table have gotten me through some incredibly difficult times. And I don't even think I would have been able to push through if I didn't have at least those two and three people who really, really believe in you, but can also check you, but can also validate you. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like the silver lining is that when you find your your group and mm-hmm. you do things together, it, it's impossible not to grow. Like you, Rome wasn't built by one person. It wasn't built in a day, but I think it's really, really important to just have your people there because it's such like an emotional roller coaster to be an artist in general, like yeah. hate like love what you do and hate what you create sometimes and oh hate everything you create and hate everything yeah. you need hate your yourself. friends hate yourself constantly. yeah you you need your people to just be like no he, you're crazy right now like this is great like yeah. this morning i called michelle well panic attack mode the same way i did on the date yesterday the date was at four i woke up at nine i'm like i'll never make it <laughs> I'll never make it. That's why I like having female friendships. I feel like well, growing, going up in an industry, especially like this, that's so male dominated, in like a really mm-hmm. like powerful female friend group is mm-hmm. like really dope. Like that's yeah. like the shit that really like yeah puts fire under your ass. Like, yeah, having relationships with women in well in comedy, I can say that are based on support and just mutual support and exactly kind of you're saying all of us doing like different projects but always like supporting each other showing up for each other in ways whether it be like bouncing off ideas or just like collaborating on things or just showing up and like watching what your friend achieved Mm -hmm. like having that in a way where it's like nothing there's no like competition involved it's just so so important and crucial and I agree with you completely like I think with women if you're a woman in stand-up like find uh, find another woman or find like two other women that you can fuck with i have some male comics and of course in my life that have i mean i wouldn't even be here with one of them you yeah. know what i mean with so, so many of them are my producer is a man um <laughs> you know what i mean like so there are of course like there's going to be men men have oh, there's a lot of men that have helped me yeah um but it's just so important to also just find women to, yeah. to, to I also work think with. it's a space like you know before working in comedy and I still consider myself an entrepreneur but like running a business is like very masculine energy yeah so it's like interesting to to also be surrounded with women where I'm, I'm kind of able to find a balance of like no I can be uh in my creative masculine energy but in my feminine at the same time I don't have to choose one depending on the career that I'm doing you know sometimes like even with Pantelski jokes about like my style and how I like like to dress like I'm going somewhere important every day but it's actually something new that I've been doing because I'm like that's part of my creativity and it's my feminine energy and I can bring that to the table in to my craft and I'm sure in stand-up 
for instance, dressing, like how many girls say, oh, I used to hide and wear a hoodie so yeah. people take me seriously. Yeah. I still do like, that. <laughs> yeah. but, but that's okay too. But it's like, even for me, it's like in meetings, you don't want them to see you What as a woman. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. no. But I think that being able to speak about those things with your girlfriends and stuff, you're like, oh, I like, cool. I was with my, my guy friends today and I, and I, now I have a perfect balance of just being myself all the time instead of when I'm with one person I act a certain way and then when I'm the other and I'm sure for your craft it also helps to yeah like and I think I think uh what I've noticed a lot about relationships with like men versus women especially in stand-up is like sometimes men will play like the devil's advocate a little bit more and so if I'm like I'm feeling this way and then you know they're listening but they're also just they're challenging you they're also like challenging me to think a different way mm-hmm. a different perspective perspective a different perception and so sometimes it makes you feel like oh like am I not f- like am I feeling this wrong like did I misread the situation and sometimes just like you know having a conversation w- with a guy taking you know the the, the aspects of it that are important mm-hmm. but then also just going to a man being a, okay so like am I insane am I crazy? <laughs> yeah. is it me like yeah. and then having just them be like no i, I feel completely yeah you know because there's like there's instances too like th- this industry i, I don't like this industry is 15 years behind still i think there's a lot of really active sexism in in stand-up yeah. and and it's not to like cry about it or whatever i think you know i'm here i'm gonna be here this is the industry i've chosen to be in so i, I take the sexism as kind of part of it <laughs> but there are moments where i'm like this happened like recently something happened to me where i was like this feels sexist and then um you know and and I think when I talk to women about it they're like that's fucked up like that's yeah, super yeah. fucked up that's so sexist whatever and then sometimes I'll talk to men about it and they'll be like oh yeah like that might be a little bit bait but like maybe mm-hmm. it's not se-. you know like yeah they, they're they're a bit more optimistic about whether it's sexist or not yeah and it's it's just nice to not feel like I'm like crying wolf on yeah. sexism. Well, I feel like some people would say like, oh, you're, you're, you want confirmation bias. Like you want to be friends with people that agree with you. And it's not even that. It's like speaking to women is like a mutual understanding. Like it's not confirmation bias. It's not like a woman being like, you're right. You're so right. You're so right. It's like, no, no, no. She actually understands what the fuck I'm saying. And she's been through it. And it's nice when we like can have that moment of both being like, that's weird and sucky. And then we can like, you know, like have yeah. a drink and hug and it's okay. Yeah. But it's, then it's nice to have like the male friendships just for like a little bit of a different different perspective too but absolutely having it all just having it balance also as comedians it's like your career is to be super introspective like I try to explain to my non-comic friends like why it's so fun to hang out with comics and why it's like I just went to New York and most of the trip was like sitting in a random taco spot talking for three hours like who cares we didn't go to the fanciest restaurants we didn't when I'm with the girls it's like all about that like all the aesthetic yeah with the comics women or guys it's more about like the quality conversations and it's funny because you say yeah of course you like hang out with comics because it's funny and I'm like it's not really because it's funny all the time it's more like we dive into everything in such a like no let's see how we feel about it let's have everyone at the table tell us how they feel about based on their background based on their experiences and that's kind of the fun yeah like, it's like a group of people I don't know if you ever felt this way but sometimes when I was with people that were comics before I was a stand-up I would like I would try and have these like really deep conversations about like specific topics or like specific feelings. Like I would try and kind of do what we do on stage, which is like explain exactly how I was feeling or like, or even bring up like trauma that like you felt like you wanted to talk about. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, sometimes my friends would be like, what? Like, I mean, like this is too much. But I find with comedians, I finally found like, 
like my people that are like willing to like dissect everything because there is like so much truth seeking and joke writing right like at the end of the day you're trying to find like the the, the most like truthful part of what you're saying because that, that's what's going to resonate with people in the audience and so like you just have these like truth seeking conversations yeah. mm-hmm. like the other night I was with two other comics and we just like they just we were just talking about like like our parents and like our parents relationships and like just going so deep into like what was happening and like sharing what was going on and how our experience was what was when we were like kids and I I feel like I maybe could have had that conversation with like you know my best friend who's not a comic but like not I couldn't just have I can have that conversation with strangers with Mm -hmm. comedians like they're just so open to like talking about everything in like a really and then also there's like the riffing and the, the, yeah, the yeah. jumping yeah, it keeps it light like you can talk about dark shit but because yeah. like you know it's gonna be like no matter how deep and dark you get with other comics someone's gonna pull it out and just like make it light again so that you like, yeah you yeah. leave the conversation being like i'm okay like it's like yeah. they're all the side of like clowning you know like it's just it's, like good yes it's therapy clowning it's like you can make jokes like i feel like i've made so many suicide jokes in front of comics and they're like yo i feel you like <laughs> Like, like, yeah. So I'll tell my friends like an idea I have for like a movie or a skit that like, because I like cringe funny. Like it's like so sad, it's funny, you know. And then okay, like what? Like then they'll be, be like, example. That's really sad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I like. Like I was watching like Crashing recently, the Pete Holmes show yes, that I've love, already like seen four times. Love but, that show. But it's like those scenes that are like you're like oh, that's so embarrassing. But it's like the funny like like I have a lot of situations with my mom that I would share with my ex who's a comic, and he's like you need to write a whole show. But like he, I would come in crying, and he'd make it funny, you know, in the in the end. And so I had this idea for like one scene um, where basically a, a girl decides to like challenge herself to take action and failing in life so that she can like move forward. Like I've told you about it a little bit, but I'll just tell you quickly. So she's dating this guy who like doesn't take her seriously. And this is all made up, okay? Uh, <laughs> and it's obviously not anything real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Completely hypothetical. Nothing to do with the guy who went on a date with Love Coach. <laughs> not yesterday. Not real. <laughs> so basically this guy who like, you know, only shows up at 11 p.m., like doesn't take her seriously or whatever. And her friend kind of confronts her and is like, instead of complaining about him, like why don't you just tell him what you want from him? Cause like, what are you afraid of losing? That he's gonna like stop, but it, but what he's giving you isn't what you want. So either you ask for it or you don't. So my idea is that um, she invites him to dinner, but she doesn't tell him it's her birthday. And she um, she says, hey, you wanna meet up at like 7 p.m. tonight at this nice restaurant that I like. So she's like, she's making a bold move. He like goes to type and then he thumbs up it. Then like, you're like, okay, so I guess he's coming, you know? So what she does is, you know how you make a reservation on a website yeah. and they ask, is it a special occasion? So I do this all the time. I'll say it's a birthday because I want a free cake. Yeah. But sometimes I forget about it I mean, and then they come up over and I'm like, why are you being so weird? They're like, it's a celebration. I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> it's my fault. But anyway. You forget that you put yeah. in the like, right, reservation. It's my birthday. And then you're, like, you're like, this waiter is like waiter's really clingy. Like, what's going on? It's like, like, are we having champagne? Like, what's a celebration? Anyways, so that's happened to me <laughs> twice. Like, anyways, so so she makes the reservation and she writes that it's it's her birthday. So then she's at the restaurant and I just kind of like see the scene like filmed like euphoria style where it's like a close up on her. And then finally she realizes like, fuck, he's not coming, you know. Is and she there alone or she's, she's invited there alone. and her friends? She's all dressed up like she she did it like as a date. It could be with her friends, too, actually. But Napsy wouldn't work if there's funnier. friends. Actually, funnier then, if there's no friends. But there's no friends. There's no <laughs> friends. She just invited the guy. And then the waiter goes up. He goes, 
sorry, are we still doing the birthday thing? Because it's kind of, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and then you could just kind of like zoom out and she like blows the candle and then it's like failure number one, but like she took action. So it's yeah. like, there's a positive in it. But the waiter going up to her to be like, bro, like, are we doing this cake thing? Yeah. It's kind of embarrassing. And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, like bring out the cake so one person. I was telling my friend about this idea and I'm like, I think it's really funny. I think it's so funny. And then she was like, it's really sad. <laughs> like well yeah but that's it's really sad but that's what's funny about it yeah is like that it's such a sad and also but we have these moments all the time in life where like you trip or something it's so embarrassing but if you make light of it it so just because I brought this up before like Tyler is one of my friends that like I really value like we have really battery filling chats so even when I was living in LA like we'd speak on the phone for like hours and there's he gave you some Tylerisms on his his Yeah, pod. I have like a full blown so crush on him. I by have, the way, I'm have like in two, love with him. Um, he's great. Tyler, if you're listening, Shout out. so I have two things that I now do because of Tyler. Mm-hmm. Before bed every night, I tell myself I love you in the mirror. I'm I like, do that too. It's so t- weird to do. Yeah, it's so weird. And Tyler told me to do that. But the second thing is, I live my life like like as someone who likes to write. Like I'm a role in in the movie or something so then it just kind of like one transforms how you act in different situations because you're like i don't want to be the fucking villain like you, you get kind of like a retrospect but after you look at like your day or where you're heading and it's and it's funny because as someone who's like interested in writing and stuff like that i'm like i'm able to have the most like traumatizing situations happen to me and then think of it of like this actually could be funny or this could oh, be yeah. you know oh yeah I feel like my whole I don't know about if this I don't know if it, you, you guys really I feel like you might but I feel like my entire life has been a series of like incredibly embarrassing situations and <laughs> yeah, awkward yeah, situations yeah. and since I was a kid the only way I would like get out of it was I would pretend I was in a sitcom <laughs> like I would just pretend I was the protagonist in a sitcom and I would just be like well, that's hilarious. That'll go in like a that'll go in a show one day. Yeah, it's and my plot. My like, best enter laugh track. Like, <laughs> yeah, one of my best friends, Olivia. Like, I'll tell her stuff that happens to me, and every time now it's a joke. She's like, write that down. It'll go in the it'll go in the in the in the TV show one day. It's like, for the plot, but it makes it's everything the just plot. not seem so no. bad. Like it's still bad. but yeah. it's, it's gonna be fine. But you like, I find I just like remember like what's a good what's a show I love. Like okay, like Insecure. Like in yeah. Insecure, Issa Rae gets put in these like super awkward like cringeworthy situations but then she like come overcomes them and that's what makes her such a good mm-hmm. relatable character and yeah. so you're like well if anything I'm just relatable yeah <laughs> well also like embarrassing things and like awkward things like it's only embarrassing and awkward because you like put that like power you give it that power like yeah if you just like don't take anything seriously like nothing's deep like you, you nothing is that deep nothing like you, is that you don't deep. need to think about something for more than a day unless it's like obviously like you're you literally like killed someone like you're maybe think about that for a few more days just like but two days just like three max but like you know like it's really not that deep you can just nothing live your life and just chill out yeah you what's know? the most the what's the most recent embarrassing thing that happened to all of you <laughs> I have one. Okay, I was in the. I was my. I have a laundry um, unit in my oh, building. Oh, I remember this. Did I tell I, you this? I was at your house when it happened. You <laughs> went downstairs to get the laundry. Like so, so the laundry room. There's there's some peak hours. Okay, and people get pretty impatient in the laundry room. So sometimes what they'll do is like if your stuff's in the dryer, they'll just like someone will just take it and just like throw it on like a like a counter next and just like dump all your shit and like touch your stuff, which kind of pisses me off because I'm like I wouldn't. 
like really touch on someone else's stuff mm-hmm. like that especially laundry and clothes like it just feels kind of invasive but I get it people have shit to do and sometimes you know I forget about the, the stuff in the dryer I'll, I'll be honest so I go down I've always staying with me I go down and bro I got this old ass pair of underwear that's like you know bleached from bleach yeah from, as they do the cooch, yeah. bleached from the cooch <laughs> and it's fucking like out in the open like waving like a fucking dirty flag and i'm like i am so fucking embarrassed and i'm like great and then i'm like looking around i'm like now i have to pick up all of so everyone's gonna know and it's like it doesn't matter like i'm sure most guys like have girlfriends smelt it. have smelt it have seen it <laughs> well, whatever you need that one bad thong for like day four of your period when you just like yeah. decide it's you over need to but you the need shitty like, underwear you just need the shitty underwear you need yeah. the shitty underwear to, to reuse during your yeah shitty like time it's a like, shitty time there's not it's not always peak hours i'm not always wearing the best silky little thongs okay no i'm wearing the so shitty bad. dusty little granny panties yeah so and my I need them yeah well my like dusty granny pa- my dusty granny panties were on display and then i walk up to evan i'm like tell me how i go downstairs and there's like and I was so like embarrassed but then immediately I was kind of like it was kind of nice that I got to share it with you because I just was like if we were able to just like piss ourselves not only that you're forgetting you're forgetting oh god (laughs) what am I forgetting you're forgetting about or maybe this was like another time I was like this happens a lot your phone but you finally were like you're like I never move people's laundry like before it's done and move it over and a lady had caught you finally like oh yeah one day finally I had to move her stuff and she that was a different time but that was because there was literally no dryers and and she, hers was done and I she had her laundry bag like right next to it and I was like you know what this will be a nice deed and I like packed yeah. it for her and then she came and then her boyfriend came and picked it up and was like really confused like he came down and he was like oh someone did did my job okay and he did ask no questions by the way the boyfriend asks zero questions picks up the laundry goes to the unit she i guess came down and then like came up to me and was like was my laundry in that and i go yeah i put it in the bag and she was like okay there's nothing left in the dryer i go no she's like okay i'm like i'm so sorry like because you're not supposed to get caught doing that shit so i was like i'm so sorry just like it was really packed and like the bag was right there so i just thought i would like put it in for you and she was like, okay, thanks. And she then just like it. didn't trust her boyfriend to get all of <laughs> the well, clothes. My favorite part of that right. entire story, by oh the way, God. is that the boyfriend asked zero questions, zero follow-up questions. Zero follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They're just like, all right, that's it, it is what it is. She's like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. He's like, laundry service. This is what, this is what always that's happens. What I'm, that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be like yeah. that. Like, like just like, no, like men that are just like, ah, it is what it is. You know? I would love to. I, like, they don't ask any questions. There's no There's no sleuthing. They're just like, oh, look, my this is in my possession now. I don't know how I got it, but I guess it's mine. <laughs> you just have to just move on. It's Tuesday. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, yeah, the world just manifests this. Meanwhile, like, I overthink every single interaction Same. I have every day. I'm like, shouldn't have said, shouldn't have said. Like, I overshare. And then also, just, like, the littlest things. Like, like right now, I'm trying to be really intentional about, like, the pronouns and stuff like that. But it's, like, I have to think about it. And and some mornings I'm just be like, hey guys, and then I go in my office and I cry, and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. People are gonna think I'm fucked up, like I'm rude, and yeah. like it's like it's a tough one. The, yeah, like but still, it's like every and then how much I overthink it, where someone was like, would be like, okay, moving on with my day, yeah, and, and then I'm gonna tell five people about it and ask what they think that happened, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. But you're try- at least as long as you're like being intentional, you're trying your best. Like it's okay to make, I think, make mistakes. My favorite thing yeah. is to watch Kira call guy, like super straight guys, girl. Like she'll just be like, girl, bye. Girl, I love girl, bye. Peter and, Bowen. Dude, and they hate it. They it's hate so it. funny. It's but so call, funny. I they call everyone it. girl. Like I'm like, girl, girl. Like I, it's yeah. not, it's not a, like, there's no, it's not a no, pronoun thing. That. It's not a it's gender like thing. Dude, I just, I'm just like, the, girl, like I call everyone girl. I call yeah. my mom girl. I call my dad girl. We're all girl. And yeah. so, and then it's been <laughs> happening. Everything is girl. With, like, everything is girl. It is. It's girly pop. I'm sorry. So it's been happening recently because I keep on doing shows with like a, like lineups of men and I'm friends with all these men. And so I'm like, well, they're my girls like that these are my girls and so I'm always like especially like the super like manly men you know like the, the comic bros like I'll be like they'll do a set and I'll be like get it girl like that was fucking great yes. and it's always Play, girl. Peter always goes not girl <laughs> I'm a boy not girl <laughs> it goes he's like you can't keep saying that to me yeah it's so funny I love it I love it I love that's calling, great I love calling men girl not even woman but girl yeah. lady yeah. <laughs> my girl yeah yeah I love girly pop energy. I'm so happy that it's because back. they are. There's so many men in, in the, especially in Montreal comedy scene, that are like the safest, most girly pop little men, and they sure. love oh, to be like so oh, many. I, I'm like a man, and you are, but you're a girl. And yeah, they go on stage. Like, they're like talking about their dick. They come yeah. off. You're like, I'm no. like girly pop. girl. You're a girl. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna girl. figure you later. They're Mister. all they're all girls. Girls like <laughs> <laughs> they are. That's so funny. I feel yeah. like I embarrass myself at least once a oh, day. Yeah. Oh, and especially yeah. really early in the morning, like before it's okay to talk to people. And mm-hmm. I don't, I feel like a lot of comedians or just people with ADHD like do this on the regular, but I'll, I'll go to a depth and then just like tell a secret to the person at the cash that like they didn't need to know. Like I told them, <laughs> like I told the girl at the depth the other day that I was like, I took Kinestin and I was feeling weird. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Wait, so Matt, you, Matt just had a little girl okay, giggle on you know what was embarrassing recently when I called you and I was like well huh. you just said canestin so I think everyone knows what you're talking about I don't but care it was yeah it's a case in my, in my I mean, life I've never had one she's never had one dude by I've the way had, actually 30 years honest, old I've never had a yeast a 30, year, 30 years old no yeast 30 year old no yeast yeaster it's Greek I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But like I knew I knew nothing I knew nothing and I like I call Michelle I'm like I'm starving <laughs> I'm like I'm itchy I don't know what's going on like oh maybe I didn't shave properly or something like that she's like bitch you have to go to the pharmacy and get yourself some cream you can't be rolling around town <laughs> Did she? Well, she's letting it fucking fester. To... No, because she, she calls me Monday, and then Friday she's like, "I still have a yeast infection." I'm like, "It doesn't just magically go, go away. away. It's yeah. not like <laughs> I was just peak. I just kept taking showers like every two hours. <laughs> and I'm like, I just used the wrong. She's razor. like, I'm gonna wash it away. I'm, I'm gonna like, wash this yeah. away. I'm, I'm gonna go to the pharmacy, and I'm like looking at the woman, and I'm like, I'm not feeling good down there. And she's like, Okay. She's like, What are the symptoms? I'm like. I'm just really uncomfortable and I'm itchy. She's like, well, that's a really broad spectrum. Like, 
Was this you, a cashier or the pharmacist? This is the pharmacist. Okay. That's, and she's that's even kind surprising. of like looking at me and be like, you don't have that. Like it has to be something else. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, I just like I need something. She's like, all right, well, you can have the three day, the six day or like oh, the yeah. one day or whatever. I don't know why they do it that way. They give you like so many different options. It's like, why would I take a six day if I can take a one, one day? Yeah. Blast it out. Blast that shit out. I don't nuke it. Yeah. <laughs> just say radioactive right to the, right to the just get it out. Get her out. I got like, I'm like, ooh, let's do like a six day. I'm kind of yeah. like, I kind of got attached to it. Like, yeah, yeah, I want like, to like say goodbye slowly. Like it's kind of like a pet. I'm just <laughs> going to like slowly get a rid of candy. it. You're like, okay, only five days left. Like, I'm just going to like hold yeah. on a little longer. I don't know. No. I would, okay. I don't know. Comment if you're a six day monastag girl. I don't know. Whatever. I just got here. I took the, the, the generic well, What did you do? Water. What did you opt for? First timer, virgin. What'd I you did. Do? I did the three day. Okay. <laughs> I did the three day. Like, okay. Just to make sure. But she was like, she was like, well, I'm not sure if this is what you actually have, but here's like, do the cream. Yeah. So like, yeah. and that's yeah. on women's health, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god, no, <laughs> dude. It, yeah, you have a bit. Of it was the most though. terrifying thing I've ever looked at. It when I looked, when I opened the box and I looked at the tube and I looked at the cream, I was like, this is an IKEA closet. Like, I don't know how to get the tube into the cream i can't read the instructions i'm actually embarrassed in my own home because i haven't got filled up in a very long time and the first thing to fill me up is fucking canestin or whatever filled up by canestin i call her i'm like how how do you do this like i don't understand like i'm reading the instructions i'm nervous i'm blushing my dog is staring at me it's just her and i in the room and she's like you just need to fill it up and put it in Filler I looked at it the same way I looked at a tampon when I was in grade seven. I was like, what is this monster? Where do I put it? And I remember putting it in and like giving myself the treatment and immediately feeling violated by plastic. I was like, mm. they just like make the applicators like a, a little bit more comfy. Um, yeah. Just don't put that in there. <laughs> Care but you know what's interesting too it's like having these podcasts where people talk about these kinds of things because i feel like my whole life i wanted these like sex in the city girlfriends who talk about that stuff mm -hmm. and i never had like they don't talk about sex toys they don't talk about like even when you're confused about your relationship like it feels like everyone holds on to their things so tight that you don't really like mm -hmm. learn anything yeah they hold their cards close to their chest yeah. for sure I hope someone and now for the first time in my life i have these kinds of friends who we could talk about anything with yeah. but even now when you don't there's somewhere you could go like go listen to girls who are open yeah it's like mm -hmm. how that like i had a mom i had three sisters my mom did not teach us how to do anything no, i think nothing. we have very similar yeah. my mom either my mom either like i i think i i I struggled with it. My sister and I talk about this all the time. TikTok taught me how to do my makeup. I literally learned yeah, how to do same. my makeup at 28 years old. Same. TikTok taught me how to shave my coochie. Yeah. I didn't know um, what an everything shower was. I still, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's down, down, across the car. Wait, wait, wait. That's why I just get wait, waxed. Wait, 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 what? Down, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. How do you shave I'm your vagina? Oh, girl, I'm on coochie talk, and it is a okay, great place. Okay, but how do you shave your vagina? Right. Okay, you need a couple products, right? You need... You need the Matt, Johnson. Notes. You need the Johnson and Johnson's baby oil, shea butter, and um, and shea butter and cocoa like oil. Yeah. Okay. And then what you have to do first is you have to like make sure your entire like entire bathroom is like steaming hot. Apparently, like steaming, steaming, steaming hot. Okay. Lots it's of ambiance. Lots of admin. <laughs> okay. Lots of, lots of admin. So then you go into the shower, steamy hot. Now you got to wait till. Your body gets soft. The things we have to do. So wait till your prevent my body gets in three seconds. Soft. Okay. Your body gets like like the they still like you need to soften your skin with the steam and like the okay. heat and whatever. Okay. I tried it yesterday. So you steam your pussy. I steam <laughs> <laughs> 
Steamer, but step one, Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, so get the, you get the Eos, you get the Eos cream. You get the disposable like razors, and what you do? Men's razors? No, it's like a silk. Silk sensitive okay. or something like Venus that. Or... Yeah, I can't wait for Pendellus to edit this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's no. Like, this bitch is talking about Kinestin and shaving bro, her pussy. He's, bro, he's King Kinestin. He's got Kinestin for his dog. He's all good. <laughs> that was just for you while you're editing. So, so you have to you have to go down, down. Always shave down first, and then you go across. You shave across, and then you go up. I just get a wax. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, trying. I let some other woman Somebody take care else of can my. Deal with it. I don't, I've never even my looked vagina. at my own You're vagina. going down, across, down like it's a fucking crossword. What are we doing here? <laughs> That's the yeah. sign she of the cross, up, baby. Up, just yeah. blessing my pussy. Before oh my god! Down. You go side. You go. Up. I thought you were supposed to always just go like, against the grain. Against the grain. I you're supposed to as women. <laughs> They're like, go against the grain. I'm like, great. They're like, not like She's that. She's like, saute like the cooch and then cut against the grain. Yeah. <laughs> then you're supposed to lather yourself in this baby oil and you let it soak into the skin and you're going to have this the smoothest munch chunker you've ever... Munch chunker. <laughs> That's, yeah. chunker. That's the newest flavor of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you guys ever had a, like a really embarrassing sex moment that you like weren't sure that like only. the guy? Yeah, noticed? but I could, I couldn't tell it. Like I literally couldn't tell it. Only it's I've so it's only so ever terrible. I've I... only ever had embarrassing sex moments. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's all of that. That's like my case. Isn't that what it is? <laughs> Have you ever had the queef argument with someone where a guy's like, "You farted during sex," and you're like, "No, I queefed." Um, oh. no, because I feel like no, I I don't think so maybe my first boyfriend we had that argument but i don't know no matt what would you do if your girlfriend queefed do you, do you guys think it's sexy when girls queef <laughs> yeah i feel like i yeah, feel like both guys wouldn't say just ignore it i think saying did you fart automatically we're on bad terms I'm not yeah. with the right <laughs> don't people. point it like, out don't point it out like don't i like, didn't I, that didn't happen. Breathe through your mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all you have like, to do. So be, guys a grown have up. Been like, be a grown up. Because apparently I like toot in my sleep, whatever. And guys, it's healthy. Guys have been like, oh yeah, like you farted in your sleep. I'm like, I was dead. Like, <laughs> it wasn't even there. That's like, not even my business. Like, I wasn't even awake. Yeah, like, you're, you're like, it's not my business. Don't bring also, it up. Like, you dreamed. Like you're insane. Yeah. Also, how many, <laughs> times have you, how many times have you had sex with a guy and he says something and you're like, whoa, that's so yeah, embarrassing. You get up. You're like, oh, what? Oh, <laughs> like the little dirty talk. Like, or like the moment. Sometimes they try dirty talk and you're like, thoughts. oh, that's embarrassing that you just said that. One, but like, we're going to pretend. We're going to pretend. hooking up with a guy. And I and he was doing me like doggy style, like against a window at the top of a building. Nice. Oh. Not to brag. Not to brag. <laughs> we work was a great place. <laughs> we worked. <laughs> we worked. Oh, we worked. Well, we worked. <laughs> and then we crashed. <laughs> we worked and then we crashed. <laughs> but I remember, I remember we were doing it, and then he just turns around and he goes. Tell me you want my babies. And I just remember looking back and be like, pardon me? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sorry I'm not ready. <laughs> I, when position. someone says what and asks you to yeah, repeat what? something in bed, it's like the most embarrassing thing. Because I don't know about you, but there's been times where I'm like, okay, I want to say this thing that's like going to be so hot. And then yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to say, okay, three, two, one, say it. Three, two, three. And then I finally say it. And they're like, what? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Lovely <Yeah>. weather. <laughs> yeah. Good. It's good. 
good. Oh my god, yeah, that ruin that would ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't break character. You can't break character. It's already hard enough for me to get in character where I'm like, I'm gonna say something hot. Like that's already yeah. So I need to be so deep into like the level of like comfort where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be hot. And then for you to be like, what? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can't do a take two. No. <laughs> Imagine how like like recently, I think one of you was talking about how now, you know, you're nervous about what you post online because it might come back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you'll be able to imagine everything. There's, there's no point in like return recorded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How self conscious oh, yeah. you'd be. <laughs> oh my God, no. Like you'd never Again, want to hear that. Literally, <laughs> some, things, some things are just not your business. Okay. There's a list of things that aren't your business. Okay? I wasn't there. One, if you fart in your sleep, that's not, not my, my business. business. No. Not my business. I wasn't even there. People no. who watch my Instagram stories, not my business. No. Something that's not my business. Like yeah. all of it. Like what I say in bed. Don't, not like, my business. I don't know me. That's a character. That's a character. Don't like. Don't follow up on that. Yeah. Like that's leave that in the moment. <laughs> leave it then. Leave it there. I don't want to hear it. I had one time a guy. Um, I was like seeing. I guess we were like having sex. Whatever. We were like sending sexy voice voice uh, notes to each Stop other, it. which is kind of like fun and exciting and whatever. And then we went to the grocery store and we were like we were on a a, a nice wholesome date at the grocery store. And he puts, he out of nowhere decides he's going to play my sexy voice memo in my ear in the middle of the grocery store. (laughs) And I was like, like, I actually like, I blacked out. I was like, never do that to me ever again, ever. I'm, that's not my business. My my sexy voice note, not Not my my business. business. Not my business. That's scarring. Mine, yours, mine, mine. I can't even listen to myself on stage. I'm not listening to me being like, fuck Yeah. I never. I remember yeah. one of my boyfriends and I like accidentally like made it like a tape. And, yeah, yeah, I say tape because it was accidentally. We She's were like, we were drunk, like <laughs> we were drunk or whatever. But it's I saw the tripod, the lights. There. I, no, no, no. I think got a full light system. She's accidentally. She yeah. got LEDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Got a blue light. I'm going the album. like, oh, he's accidentally. We're sponsoring it. Tyler's in the background, being like, great job. Yeah, it's all accidental. I say tape lightly because it was really just like four or five seconds of uh by accident slow-mo of my butt that's not my business no, it doesn't look like what business. i thought it would look I've like had that and too the flash the- was on <gasps> take had- me to the river i've had that too where they film and then they put it a- like why are you putting a slow-mo on why- he why didn't you- know why are you putting effects on our <laughs> like no that is insane i did not know <laughs> like, i did people not tell you what they film you always or yeah if they don't that's bad yeah. <laughs> if they don't that's i didn't that's assault. like my biggest fear is that like because i've never i'm always like so scared of that and my biggest yeah. fear is that someone's gonna be like by the way i took this little clip but i, I you Just, know yeah I, it, I told it, them it would also be like at that point it would be my boyfriend and then he'd be like we'd break up and then it would be sad because i'd be like now you just like unlocked a new fear okay because i have this thing where whenever let's say you're trying to take a picture of yourself and Mm -hmm. then a man is like i'll help you're like oh it's gonna be the worst picture i've ever seen like literally like and then he's trying so hard because he's like running around the lowest as possible like what are you trying to capture (laughs) like it's like they only want your neck and chin yeah (laughs) that's the only angle just be straight but like every time i'm like okay that's enough because i know i'm deleting those like right away but and, yeah. and but then whenever a guy like posts a story he'll put like eight fucking ugly filters on it like there's just like no so i can't imagine him filming something 
yeah. sexual and editing it, like putting it freaking slow-mo. Oh Gross. my God. It's no, actually, I, it's actually I, I didn't crime. need to know it's my a, body could um, no. ripple that way. We didn't need to go skipping rocks on my ass. I don't need to My body didn't need to be like that HD. I never wanted to have sex. I never wanted to know what the Google Pixel could do. She's like, my ass don't clap, it's tsunami, bro. It's like one of those wave pools at Calypso. Oh my God. Oh, not my that God. information. Because yeah. when I'm doing it, I'm like, I'm the hottest person. When you're doing it, you're like, this waves looks are great. Cool. Waves are cool. Not- that's what everyone says. <laughs> if everyone has a wave tattoo, that's just your ass. You know, the mummy, <laughs> when there's that like underground monster in the sand and you just see the sand monster just come through in these bumps? <laughs> like, that was my ass. <laughs> but men taking pictures, so true. So, why somehow, even though most of you have iPhones, they all have a Nokia from 2001. Those are the strongest and best phones. I don't care what it is. I sometimes I I'm love like a green bubble boy. Yeah. A green bubble boy is a good boy. A green I bubble boy, controversial take, but the ca- just camera quality like on like it's just it's just so bad. It's just it's like the amounts of times per week I think I've texted you being like, "Why did that guy put like cuz cuz and the thing is, the intention is super sweet. Like, they'll take a picture of you on stage doing your thing. And, you know, they're like, I'm going to tag her. And it's, like, really sweet. And then it's just, like, you look at it and you're like, why do why do I look like that? Yeah. Why dude, do I look like that? Men th- taking photos of me on stage as a comic is the source of my body dysmorphia. Yep. I'm always like, is that what I look like? Yep. And then you're like, no, no, let me take a photo of you at the yeah. same angle on stage. With, with, like, I'm a woman. And then I'm like, okay, never mind. Yeah. Like, Ariane is the like. only, only person, person allowed taking photos. Only person. Like, we've all collectively agreed <laughs> on this already. Ariane is like, the only one allowed to take like, photos of men, us. Men, women. I'm like, I want you to see yourself the way I see you. You know? Like, that's yeah. why I'm like, I'm like working on... Like I like the most beautiful version that like when I think about you, that's what I think about. But guys love the like HDR effect. Like they want to take every picture like it's like an old black and white person with like lines everywhere. Like they want yeah. to see and they're like, this is human. It's like, no, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of sweet. Like at least like I, I do feel like at, in my experience, men really like the candid photos where you look like shit and you're not watching and they like love taking photos at times like that. And it it's probably sweet. Like it's probably because they're like, you're always beautiful, but you're like, not on my story though. Like I don't need to be that beautifully ugly on my story. Yeah. Like, I always thought they were doing that to bully me. Like it's like, I oh, you think thought, you're pretty okay. on Instagram? Oh, look no. at this. And then I'm like, is that how you see me? Like this is the worst. Yeah. I- after a while, like there was a, a month where it happened quite a bit and I was like texting Karen. I was like, bro, this is like fucking killing me. And then I was like, this is a scam. I was like, you're all in on it. This is a scam. <laughs> like this is the biggest scam of all time. Like you want me to look ugly on fucking Instagram. Well, also like- And they great. don't take good pictures of each other, by the way. Let's no. just be clear. It's not just no. women. Like- and they have the best cameras. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so much to be a good you need, you need to date a guy who is a film photographer <laughs> or a videographer. Yeah. But don't you find like there's like two types of green bubble boys? Mm-hmm. Like there's the green bubble boys who like don't have Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then there's the green bubble boys who like don't shut the fuck up about the fact that like their phone yes. can fold in half. Yes. And upside down. And big. Androids are the fucking best. Because big. look at this big camera I got to yeah. take pictures of the, the sky. Google Pixel my- 45. <laughs> I don't care, Brian. I never asked. Like grow up by an iPhone. Yeah. But, you're right. but I like I like the green bubble, no Instagram. Yeah, it's something that's my like shit. against the grain kind of doesn't, you know. Even like if they have, I don't mind if they have an Instagram, but like when they're not active, holy shit. 
Yeah, let's that's what married. gets you away. Let's get you're married. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, no Instagram? Perfect, wrap it up, let's Actually, do it. we had this conversation yesterday with a, a male friend of ours who we were talking about people who have like a private account, no followers. And my take is that women who are like that often are the ones who are the most obsessed with everything that you oh, do on yeah. Instagram and are like, and, and I wonder with guys, I would actually say the same. Like the people that are the least active, there's the ones that it's like, I don't care. I spend mm -hmm. no time on this. My entire feed is anime, whatever. Yeah. But then there's the ones that it's like, <laughs> I don't post anything because I'm private, but I'm an investigator and I'll know everybody who yeah. liked or did. or did. And I'm like, oh. you know, so some people when they say I would never date a girl who has a thousand followers or whatever. I'm oh. like, watch out for the people who only were obsessed with Instagram, but don't yes. post anything because we use it as like, a promotional tool or whatever yeah. like I, i'll be a meeting just people to repost the show that you're going to be on pretty much it's but, just a career i like tennis so i post about tennis then yeah. i get tennis friends like i really use it as a manifestation tool basically yeah, your instagram is, is really good oh, thank yeah. you follow really me good. no i'm just kidding but um <laughs> but the people who don't they, they obsess with like well how come they're following you or how who's this people on your comment i'd be like I don't even look at who watches my stories. Like, that's how single I am, first of all. Me too. That's how single. Oh, my God. Me too. That's how single I am. But, like, I don't care. And But yeah. sometimes I'll be even with a girlfriend and she'll, like, let's say I'll hang out with Eva. And then she'll, like, tell me things about who Eva's friends with or whatever. And I'm like, yo, like, that's low-key. You're a creep. Like, why do you yeah. care so much about who I hang out with? Why are you deep diving on that? So to go back to the Android guide with the green, like, there's there's different ones. There's, there's the ones that really genuinely, like, don't spend that much time on their phones. So they don't want to spend that much money on it or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But then there's the people who are, like, obsessed with yeah. social media. Well, I think the thing, the the people who are private, like, pri sometimes there's, like, people private, no profile pic. And, like, those people are, like, I blocked they're, them. They're creeping. Yeah. They're, they're doing yeah. stuff. Like, like they only made the account to They're stall investigation. Yeah. They right. want to like see what's going on. I think Instagram is a really big confidence app. Like it's an app where you have, it really challenges you to be very confident. Mm -hmm. And and I'm, and I, I think the same of TikTok. And I think that's why I struggle with it. Whole other monster. It's funny. Like my, my socials are so, I'm not very, considering my job is to be a social media manager for a brand i'm so involved in their social media strategy and posting and consistency and then when it comes to mine i like just drop the ball completely i just don't have any desire to like build up my own platforms which probably isn't good based on my industry but i just like i don't know i just like i think it's it gets to me a little too much sometimes it gets it's it becomes yeah. too like oh i'm I'm a brand and I'm going to do this and I'm going to, and then I'm going to compare myself and all that stuff is just, I just don't, I just, I just, I can't care. But maybe it's a good thing because you're so strategic about it at work that yeah. on your own, it's like just a creative tool. Like, yeah. cause when I used to have my marketing agency, like, like my Instagram was really like, I was the face of my company. It was like, everything was yeah. like so important. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like, this, my memories. And like, I'm going to try to do this, <laughs> like whatever this, like, uh, effect or something mm -hmm. just for fun like to, and that's what instagram yeah. used to be it used to be like yeah. us playing it it's nice fun. memories yeah. honestly going through like yeah. your archive yeah. stories oh, is yeah. so fun and that's yeah. why like i like keeping those memories but i do really like separating like i'm so in the social zone and looking at analytics and looking at like you know posting frequencies and all this like all this strategy when I'm working so then when I'm not working i'm not trying to be like how many times should i post like i have no yeah. energy for that so i just for the memories but then do you see it because i notice that people who don't obviously work in digital they 
purely see Instagram as a dating app. And yeah. I zero think what? I zero think of Instagram. Yeah. I zero think of Instagram. If, it, if Instagram as a is a dating app, then I am possibly celibate because there's <laughs> there's nothing happening. My DMs are empty. Do you get DM'd from guys? You have but like both of you have like oh. over 10k. So like, do you find like you get a lot of people sliding in? I get like people. I get saying, nobody. I get people saying like weird things, or sometimes I'll think I'm special because I'll get a guy being like. Hey, sweetie, can I give you five hundred dollars? You don't have to do anything. And then my friend gets yeah, yeah. the same message. I'm like, those. I wasn't even special. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to work. I have a backup plan. <laughs> I'm like, I'll show you my toes. Kirk will take care of me from Maine. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I think I have people who I know follow me, like say weird things mm. sometimes. But mm. it also takes me everything to post. Like, it's. It's easier for me personally to talk to a camera. I have no problem talking to a camera. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll share stories on TikTok randomly. I have no strategy because I'm just trying to get, get it out. Mm-hmm. Get it out, yeah. However, taking a like a sexy or like a pose selfie mm-hmm. or photo yeah. or nightmare. Same. I had to like I tried really? yesterday. See, like I, I love like, a thirst trap. I'm, I'm but not, you're good at them. You're so you're good so at, good at, at not, them. Like, you're I get so much heat. But dude, I get so much heat from my thirst trap. So like people are just like, oh, this is a thirst trap. I'm like, no shit, it's a thirst trap. Like my tits are fucking yeah, out. Like, yeah. What do you hey? think? What do you think? Obviously, this wasn't like, an intellectual play. Okay? Yeah, like the titties are out. Thanks okay? for letting me know what I was doing, but they kind of like they kind of make fun of me. Mm. That's what I get. I don't even That's get because guys you have a lot sliding of guy in. friends, and they're like uncomfortable with you being. She's in the sexually boys in the club. Band. I'm in the boys club. She's yeah. in the boys Except club. Not really, because they. <laughs> but I'd rather they acknowledge it and make fun of me than pretend. I don't know. I've gotten some weird messages. One time I got a message from a comic in Montreal but yeah. who shall remain, remain nameless. <laughs> and it was like, send me a message and was like, dude, the creepiest comic in the city just sent me this photo. I'm not going to, like, sent me your story. And he was like, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I just want to let you know. We I was like, this is the most useless fucking message yeah. I've ever And that's received. like a, like, protect, oh, protect yourself or guys are going to be creeps. And it's like, well, I'm going to live my life. Like, yeah. Whatever. I mean, yeah. to be honest, it did feel good. But <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're like, even the creepiest ones, fuck with me. <laughs> I, have, I love that. I have one reply guy that I met at a show. I did a show in Richmond Hill and he, and he wanted to take me on a date. But he was like a guy who was like, we're going to go on a date. You're so beautiful years all this stuff but then like never actually goes on a date with you you know he just like likes to like they wait till you're out of town to be hey when you're back yeah he likes to like cosplay (laughs) that like but i think he just likes to like from afar like he Uh, loves from afar so now i'm just like you're just a fan and um i have one fan and every once in a while he'll like slide it and make me feel good and i'm just like nice i find it really like funny when 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 guys sort of slide in or approach you after a comedy show especially based on your my material like like somebody like after the um, zoo fest show and uh, just for last this summer slid into my dms and was like uh seems like you were looking for someone or something or seems like you're whatever like kind of like trying to be like seems like i could be good for you when i was and i didn't answer um because i'm in a relationship (laughs) anyways but huge brag huge brag huge flag right 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 anyways um, so I didn't answer whatever and then he kept messaging being like this is try number two to get Kira's attention this is trying everything and I was like it was very sweet but I didn't I didn't answer but it, it just always like boggles my mind because my entire set is about having commitment issues having stomach issues and like shitting myself the and, and then for some and I'll like sometimes I'll come off stage after being like yeah you know IBS baddie and guys will like prescribe me like 
probiotics. Like they'll be like, I re- I use this probiotic. It's like really good. I'm like, are you hitting on me? Like I'm telling you that I shit myself. Like, it's like I just want to save you, baby. What? Yeah. Is happening? Like it's just so weird. That is weird. But I think kind of nice. Super at sweet. At the same time, solution based. So, yeah. Because it's been like like all oh, like this is so like annoying. Like it's it's not annoying. It's 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 kind. It's sweet, but it's very strange. Yeah. But it's sweet, but it's also like they think that you're out there because you're desperate and then you're they're like oh I'll, I'm interested in you even yeah. if you're gross or if you're like you know what I mean I know well or now I know like, whenever I say like I'm single like then they'll, they'll yeah. come and say say oh no I'm down and I'm like yeah I'm not fucking desperate like I you know I, I yeah pick I, I'm just single it's yeah. not because I have zero options yeah but yeah. They, if anything you as one you speak up about like who you are or something mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll think like oh this is i'll tell her i don't mind and yeah like, yeah like she needs saving yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'll be the one guy that is okay with yeah. the girl shitting yeah. but it's just it just goes <laughs> to show like, i'll be i'll be you that can guy be, like gnarly as hell and guys do not care if you are just on a stage they are probably didn't even listen to what you were saying I don't care. <laughs> you know what i we talked about this the other day it's like i feel like growing up everyone's like every woman's biggest fear is that like their vagina stinks right mm-hmm. and then i'm just like dude have you ever fucking gone to any man's apartment like like the last apartment i went into literally smelled like someone died i was like you can deal with my like you can deal with you, you know and you can deal with the great. vagina did you still hook up with him i did need enough level michelle did he have a bed frame yes michelle oh. did he have a fitted sheet yes was it navy blue no oh he's did different. he have a blanket with a blanket cover he had a couple like of both his pillowcases have pillows have pillowcases. Yeah. Maybe okay. something just died under his house, like a raccoon or, or his like dignity. A bird. Maybe he has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he needs canasta. <laughs> but it was like the apartment was just like a musty smell. Mm. But like, you know what I mean? Like the standards for like clean yeah. men is, is oh, yeah. so hygiene low. standards. But why do so we say that? So we set that, right? Because yeah, we're okay yeah. with it. We're, what, we're like, okay. do we well, set we your t- hygiene standards? Well, it's different. Like, even, like, I took a class in, in school, like, a pop culture class about, and we were talking about how, like, like um, marketing for, like, fragrance marketing for women towards, like, women versus men is so different. Like, women are marketed to smell, like, delectable. Like, we're marketed to smell, yeah. like, edible. We're marketed to smell, like, vanilla and, like, marshmallow <laughs> so and, like, true. candy. Like, people want to eat us, whereas right. men are marketed to smell musky and forest and wood and tree and, like, yeah, that's, like, hot. You're yeah. hot if you smell, like, a yeah. house. And it's, like, so, yeah. so it's, like, so different. So now so we different. have all these, like, biases in our mind that, like, we have to smell sweet and tasty and they can just, like, smell real. And it's, like, yeah. that's not how it is that's not fair it's not natural yeah 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 not like a Folgers cup <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but I also I, love natural so that's the that's the number one tester of like if you really like someone is like if yeah. you fuck with their pheromones if like you fuck with their pheromones, if you like their over. natural scent morning like no teeth brush no shower mm-hmm. scent you love them yeah that's real yeah and if they stink it's so bad I there's I was talking um I'll say this last thing and then we have to wrap up the first set. But this was so much fun. But I I was talking to my sister about this. There's a guy that I know and his odor is so bad to me. And I don't think he's a bad smelling guy, but he just fucking stinks to me. To the point where like I get 
and it's just like natural like like let's say like like after a run or something or like if because like I've worked out with him and stuff and it's just like after that like I'll smell him and I'll just be like oh my god like I like it makes me want to vom and I feel so bad that it does because I know it's not him it's mm-hmm. just the fact that like biologically like our chemistries are just like absolutely mm-hmm. not which is good because he's you know was I was gonna say emotionally, like he's also you Someone also have like differing. She, she puts that on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she puts that on him so that no other girls like. Oh him. my god, that is. So How did you, yes. Oh yeah. my god, there should be cheap proof perfumes, you know, just like you yeah. spray your boyfriend with like the rankest scent, and you're oh, like, this makes yeah. you smell good, baby, and then he yeah. smells like. Yeah. You're like, like the, babe, the I love when you smell it. only releases when he tries to cheat on you and it explodes. <laughs> yeah. Other women release the scent. Like, the touch, the touch of other women releases the scent. Like he's stealing a bank bag. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows he tried to cheat on his way out. That's actually kind of a genius idea. I think we should write that down. It's going to be a perfume that you spray on a man and it only releases, like the oils and scent only release when they come in contact with female touch. And then also it's a black light. So you spray your boyfriend and then there's like, you can black light check if he's got kiss marks. Yeah. We're Swipe up. super <laughs> mentally sane. Very, men- very mentally stable. I am not a jealous person, but I am an entrepreneur. So. <laughs> Get that bag, girl. <laughs> Get that bag. I mean, I want to buy, I'm, I'm, in, I'm single and I'll buy that. <laughs> It's like Chuck E. Cheese, you know, like when you, they used to put black light numbers yeah. so you wouldn't get kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Now you won't get kidnapped, bitch. <laughs> hey. All right. We'll leave it there. Thank you Thanks guys for, for doing the first episode. We've got so many more to go. Um, come back next week for more of this lovely dynamic. Uh, thank you, Matthew. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Is it me? Is it me? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.